Hey, good evening and welcome inside the Pioneer Restaurant Studios on ESPN Denver 1600. It is, it is time for the Coach Jeff Wilburn Show talking Denver Pioneers basketball as we have hit uh, the week ahead of the start of conference play, as insane as that is here in the middle of December. My name is Tyler Vaughn, joined by the head coach of the Pioneers, Jeff Wilburn, as Denver has returned from a six-game road trip for the start of a three-game homestand coming up on Wednesday. You'll be hearing this episode on Tuesday. Pioneers will get their final non-conference game of the season against the UC San Diego Tritons. And uh, Coach, welcome into the show. I know it's been a, a trying few weeks, but we're going to break it all down and, and have some catharsis today. How are you? Uh, I'm doing fine, Tyler. Nice to be with you. It's nice to be home. Reintroduced myself to my wife last <laughs> night and, and my dog. And uh, so uh, it, it's it's good to be back in Denver for sure. Six games on the road over a three-week span. Uh, a coaching staff that, um, you know, comes in and, and you inherit a, a group of guys, the the returnees who, you know, want to be here and want to be part of this thing, um, you know, turning around and being successful. A new group of guys coming in uh, who want to be a part of building this thing and turn around and making it successful. And then you say, oh, right, nine of our ten games after the first two of the season are on the road. Uh, not a real common um, schedule structure for, for you guys and for your team. Um, coming out of this six-game road trip, obviously not the easiest of stretches for your guys, but take me through kind of your impression of it now that you're a couple days removed yeah um as you mentioned not ideal for sure but uh you know it's the hand that we were dealt i mentioned that i i discussed that with the team and uh, it doesn't do any good to complain about it you know you uh, you have to uh, take on these challenges as they they arise and this was one for us and um i you know i think uh, we learned a lot about our team and I, i'll tell you i spent a lot of time talking about culture and I think we've done a great job. We've attracted high caliber kids with character and integrity and kids that chase excellence in the classroom, kids that know right from wrong, kids that are led by doing the right thing. And those all meet our, our core values and our culture. And we've done a really good job there. And, and I'm thrilled with that because that's where it starts. But then there's another culture that happens between the lines. That when you when you step between those lines and your competitiveness and your effort um, and uh, the discipline in which you you play with all those things which lead to success, that's you have to define a culture between the lines as well, and that's where we are right now. You, you know, and we, we've we've accomplished the off the court culture piece very well in my mind, and now we're trying to establish the on the court culture, and and what that is is. Uh, establishing championship habits, you know, quite honestly, it's, you know, we've had a lot of games this year where we've come back from bad first halves, you know, the, uh, the air force game, we rally from 23 points down to, to actually take a one point lead the last minute of the game. And, you know, there have been several, uh, uh, several games like that, the Dixie state game, we dug ourselves such a big hole in the first half. And, you know, those aren't championship habits in, in, you know, it's easier to play when, you know, your back's against the wall and you're down 20 and the other team lets up a little bit. And, and certainly we, we have to continue to let the, the guys on the team know what the, the standards are, the expectations are, and in terms of effort and, uh, uh, you know, and uh, we've, that, that's a work in progress, obviously, at, uh, at this point. And, and when you step between the lines every day and practice what's expected of you, and uh, we've actually been a good practice team, but uh, uh, we are, we're working on the championship habits for sure. And um, 
So uh, I, I guess that's as I reflect on these six games and uh, and what we took out of it. Uh, certainly, that that part of it is something that uh, is focus on in practice today, and uh, and will be uh, as the year goes on. Coach, this is um, a group with with so many newcomers, and uh, you know, you guys, a, a new staff, and all that. Um, you've been here now for for eight months ish, and uh, with this group, I know we've talked so often about how the the way these guys care about each other, the way they want to get better, the way they go into practice every day, wanting to get better. That's all so evident. Um, when you have to coach them through a string of of losses. Uh, what is it like now for you guys, the new staff? And obviously, you know, you're a family by now in mid-December, but still a relatively new family. Um, how do you handle where your guys are mentally right now? Just making sure that as we get closer to the start of conference play and obviously the end of non-conference play coming up on Wednesday, that they're on board, that they're still, you know, chugging along, doing the right things. That's a great question, Tyler. That's it, a balance. You, you toe the line a little bit between – um, uh, one of the things that I've always taken from my years in the game is that uh, players want you to be honest with them. They want to hear sincere and uh, honest feedback, and and I've, uh, that that's who I am. So that that's never an issue. But sometimes the players don't want to hear the, the the honest feedback and the honest dialogue. And you know what I told them yesterday was that, um, gosh, you know, a, a six-game road trip can't strip you of your spirit. Um, you know, uh, losing a few games, um, uh, some of them real heartbreakers, can't strip you of your competitiveness, of your willingness to get better and to continue to work, and and honestly, your your spirit. And uh, you know, if it does, then you you probably have some serious soul searching to do. But uh, I mentioned to them that you know, I guess that uh, that qualifies as adversity. And we've said all along, it's not if adversity will hit, but it's when. And it, it's hit, but I did tell him, you know, this this sure pales in comparison to adversity that happens later in life. Like a a losing streak at this point really pales in a comparison to, you know, being married and working at your relationship and having to provide for a family, and um, uh, you know, ha having issues with employment later in life, whatever it might be. When people are really dependent upon you, like that's real adversity. This isn't much adversity at all compared to something like that. So, um, you know, I try to keep that in perspective, but, uh, but also, uh, you know, let them know that, that, uh, you know, we, we've got, we've got some real deficiencies right now. Uh, the, the effort uh, was something that uh, is a non-negotiable. And to me, I wasn't happy with it. Uh, at Dixie State, I kind of felt that it was a complete breakdown on the defensive end of things, and I'm not proud to say that. And um, you know, I I, I will say that uh, from an accountability standpoint, that accountability starts and ends with me, and uh, the team is a reflection of me. And we've got some work to do, and we're going to work hard to improve that effort. And we we just can't have periods where you know we're 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 deficient, uh, whether it be for a half of a game or. Every other possession, uh, we've got to find guys who compete uh, and build those habits, possession in and possession out, game in and game out. And, and that's the, the part that's a work in progress right now. But, uh, you know, specific areas of the game that we need to improve upon are really effort-related transition defense. It's effort-related. It's getting back on defense on the shot. It's sprinting back instead of jogging back. It's, uh, you know, defensive rebounding is probably those two issues have really haunted us. 
And the defensive rebound is a willingness to hit someone, put your body on someone, sacrifice your body physically for the good of the team and, um, uh, and, and secure defensive rebounds. And we're giving up too many points in transition. We're giving up too many second chance points. So, um, uh, you know, th those are some areas of focus for us, Tyler. But you go on a six-game road trip and uh, don't get to come home with a win, but I feel like uh, it's kind of a tale of two halves of the trip. The first three and really four out of the six games, I think you look at and you see a lot of positives. Even the New Mexico game, you come away with a loss, 87-67 in that game. But like we talked about after that game, that's a team with four power five transfers, new coaching staff, uh, obviously a, a vehemently passionate fan base um, that's behind them year in and year out with tens of thousands of people that have showed up at their games uh, already at the start of this season. That's a tough one, but the effort was there. Um, that's just a very talented team on the other side. But the Air Force, game you mentioned utah valley even wyoming leading at halftime in that one um those were the four good the two bad texas state and dixie state um how much of it toward the end of a trip like this is kind of the burnout of all right we've been on the road for six games and you know this is getting exhausting at, the, at this point and how much did you guys look at as a staff and think okay well there are areas here that we're really not liking what we're seeing yeah, um, uh, you, you bring up a great point, and quite honestly, it's human nature, Tyler, you know, to lace them up tight every day and come yeah. to work every day willing with a willingness to work hard and compete and get better, and then you have nothing to show for it over a three-week period of time. Human nature sets in, and at some point, um, you, you know, you, you lose your drive to continue to, to compete hard, your willingness right. to, um, to, to work and, and get better, and, and I was afraid that you know, human nature would set in, and, and honestly, it, it did, despite our efforts to, um, uh, you know, seeing it coming. But uh, uh, we brought that to their attention, and as as I told you, uh, certainly uh, um, a six-game road trip can't strip you of your your desire to continue to compete, your desire to continue to get better. Um, but um, uh, it, it's, I, I guess, I would. As I've said, it's uh, it's human nature to let up a little bit, and we just have to be mentally tougher than that. Those are part of the lessons that we're learning. Uh, you 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 can't you're not going to have a very successful program, and you're not going to be successful individually. And no matter what you do, whether it's basketball or business later in life, if if you give in when things get tough, and there's got to be a mental toughness about you to make you want to pursue even harder and work even harder and be even more resilient. You know, we've talked about our resiliency quite a bit during this six game stretch. And I think there are examples of our team having great resolve in these six games. And then here at the end, uh, maybe not so much, honestly. It is the Coach Jeff Wilburn Show on ESPN Denver 1600, talking Pioneers basketball from the Pioneer Restaurant Studio. we got a lot more coming up for you. We're going to step aside for a timeout, bringing on back to preview this three-game homestand for the Pioneers with the head coach of DU Men's Hoops, Jeff Wilburn. That's next on ESPN Denver 1600 on the main level, rooftop patio, and tons of indoor-outdoor seating with HDTVs, the Pioneer is a great spot to meet your friends, grab lunch or dinner, and catch a Pioneer's game. We have cold drink specials available all day, every day. Or come enjoy our house margarita or specialty handcrafts. The Pioneer offers quality, affordable food that is predominantly Mexican in nature. Located at the corner of University and Wesley. Come see us today and get your Pio on. Hear that? That's the plumpest, juiciest hot dogs you've ever seen getting their grill on. But we both know what'll make it sound even better. 
Oh, yeah. It's a Pepsi to go with your hot dog. Because when you're chomping on America's favorite meal, relish, mustard, and onions perfectly blending into a crescendo of flavor, there's only one thing that makes everything about that moment better. A cold, refreshing Pepsi. See what I mean? It's like music to my ears. Hot dogs. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Back on ESPN Denver 1600 as the Coach Jeff Wolburn Show continues from the Pioneer Restaurant Studio. My name is Tyler Mon, talking some Pioneer men's hoops with the head coach of DU Basketball, Jeff Wolburn. As uh, Coach, you come down now to the final game of non-conference play. You'll get the UC San Diego Tritons in town coming up uh, tomorrow, Wednesday night. Uh, and then the start of Summit League play, as crazy as that is, uh, to already be at that stage. Let's talk about UC San Diego first. This is a team that comes in uh, out of the Big West Conference. They have started this season uh, five wins, three Three losses. They've played uh, some tough opponents already. They went on the road and won at Cal. Um, they've got a win at Sacramento State, uh, but they've taken losses in the last couple of games to Montana and Southern Miss. They play pretty good defense. Uh, what else do you know about the Tritons coming into this matchup? Yeah, boy, I, I remember watching the game against Cal live uh, to open the season. Uh, really impressive to go into a Pac-12 venue, uh, win on the road. Um, they, they've been building their program here for a while. They now have the benefit of some upperclassmen who've been in the program a while. Um, uh, Tony Rokic uh, is their best player. Boy, he's a really, really talented guy. It's 6'8", averages about 16 points a game now. He hasn't been with them in the last two games uh, due to injury. But uh, just a, a great three-point shooting team, um, a, a team that really plays with discipline, uh, they play to their strengths. They move the ball from side to side. They break the defense down. Uh, they can get you in transition. Uh, they're really, really a very good basketball team and will pose a very good challenge to us on Wednesday. For your guys coming home for the first time in three weeks, getting a chance to kind of reset mentally, um, what are the biggest things that you want to see? Obviously, we talked about the effort stuff and kind of being able to, to put yourselves on the line for, for defensive rebounds, getting back in transition defense, all that. Um, what do you most want to see as sort of that? Okay, it feels like these guys have hit the reset button now that they're back home, get to sleep in their own beds, get to do all those sorts of things. What are going to be those indicators against UC San Diego? You know, there, there are so many luxuries to being at home. And you mentioned sleeping in your own bed and, you know, have, just having your daily routine that you're comfortable with. You're not traveling. You're not subject to travel delays um, and, and all of those things. But, you know, one of the things from a basketball standpoint is that our, our guys don't have school right now. Uh, you know, we're in the middle of our, our winter break. And um, this is an opportunity for guys to get better. Gosh, we, we have six weeks of no academic responsibilities. And this should be a time when coaches can take the guys in the gym in the mornings, you know, maybe in the evenings, you know, around practice time. And we can work and we can watch film with the guys uh, since they have no other obligations. And we haven't been able to do that because you're on the road, you're staying in a hotel, you know, you, you have one set practice time on the road and, and that's it. So I'm really looking forward to over the next 10 days or so getting back in that routine and guys going in, in the gym and getting extra shots up, our coaches spending some time and, uh, you know, er everything from film to getting them on the court to just the personal piece to, hey, you, you know, let me help you get through this, you know, whether it be Tevin or Toko or Coben, some of our freshmen they haven't been through this before. You know, th this is uh, uh, this is physically challenging. This is mentally challenging. And uh, when you say press a reset button, I think that allows us as coaches 
to really spend some nice quality one-on-one -on -one time with these guys and, and say, hey, let, let's talk about how you're doing. Let, let's talk about how you're handling it, how you can do better and what challenges you will continue to see and what you need to do to get better. So when we talk about being at home, boy, that, that's truly the benefit in my mind that we get into more of a, 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 a routine in basketball that, that is much more comfortable. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, absolutely. And it's uh, it's such a unique circumstance with DU too, with this lengthy holiday break and the fact that for all of December, your guys get to focus strictly on basketball and being around each other too. And it's one thing you go through the the battles on road trips and you're all suffering the same travel delays and, and restaurant service and all those types of things that you kind of bond over uh, on the road. But at home, you get to see sort of the different sides of everybody too, whether it's guys hanging out and playing video games together or um, you know, going to watch a, a women's game together or whatever it is. Um, how excited are you for this group to be able to have that chance now over the next few weeks to kind of get to just relax together too, without some of the pressures of, all right, we're here. It's a business trip. We've got this structured schedule, all that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I can't tell you, you know, how I, if I'm happy, I know my team is as well, just to, uh, to get back into a normal routine and to look forward to playing a game on our home court, honestly, to look forward to practicing on our home court. And, and as I mentioned, putting in the, the added time into the game and um, uh, you know, it, it's, as I looked at that schedule in terms of DU being on a quarter system and having a six week break, you know, that's probably the most ideal situation for a basketball coach. So uh, we and, and now we have an opportunity to take advantage of it, Tyler, and uh, we're, we're looking forward to it. We're, we're looking forward to the three game homestand, which is a season long homestand for us and getting back on the right track here. All right, coach, let's dive in uh, just a little bit into what's coming up next week. So we're everybody's hearing this on Tuesday, Wednesday night against UC San Diego, and then you kick off Summit League play. And uh, obviously you guys are focused right now strictly on UC San Diego. So I'm not going to ask you a ton of specifics on Western Illinois and St. Thomas, of course, to kind of get the, the two Summit League mystery teams right out of the gate. Western Illinois has been uh, sort of bottom of the barrel for the last several years, but last year and, and now, especially this season, Rob Jeter, that coaching staff, they've done a terrific job with the Leathernecks. St. Thomas, a, a first-year D3 to D1 program, making the jump up here. Um, but let's just talk about the league kind of as a whole. Uh, the Summit League is uh, a league that jumped onto a lot of people's radars, obviously, last year with what Oral Roberts did, reaching uh, the, the Sweet 16 in the NCAA tournament. Uh, first time a Summit League team had ever done that. Uh, we've talked about this before, but for anybody who was tuned in and hasn't heard us converse about this. What were your impressions of the summit league when you took this gig and how now being able to kind of observe it from the inside, how do you look at the league at this point of the season? Uh, I think the league is, is as good as it's been in a long time uh, from top to bottom right now, uh, always had great respect for the league and, and the coaches in the league. And certainly uh, oral Roberts run in the, to the sweet 16 last year. Um, you know, everybody took note of that and the players that led them there and, uh, I mean, it was big time basketball. They were, you know, a few seconds away from beating Ohio State to advance to the Elite Eight. And that's the fourth place team last year in the in the Summit League. So uh, and I would tell you that it's it's stronger from my standpoint this year than it was a year ago in terms of better balance. Uh, you know, Oral Roberts uh, uh, is, is loaded and, and brings back the nation's leading scorer. Uh, South Dakota State literally brings everybody back. Uh, they had a great win. Was it last weekend? They beat Washington State in Spokane yeah, on the road uh, on a buzzer shot. And what what a great win for them! What a great win for the conference! 
and to be able to go to a Pac-12, uh, play a Pac-12 opponent on the road and, and come away with a win. And, uh, you know, you mentioned Rob Jeter. Uh, Rob's done a great job uh, at, at Western Illinois and uh, in, in just his second year there. Uh, they are no longer a mystery team. Uh, I mean, they are a they are a very very good basketball team. They go on the road mm -hmm. to open the season and beat win at Nebraska. So uh, I, I mean, we're you know as I look at some of these teams, the South Dakota States and the North Dakota States and Oral Roberts, those three for sure have benefited from having upperclassmen on their roster who've been with them. And, and you know, even St. Thomas, Tyler. St. Thomas is a, uh, has been a really good basketball program and yeah. they, they have everybody back. They understand the system. They've got the same coach. I mean, everything is in place that now they're going up in terms of level, but uh, boy, they, they have a good team. It's built on solid concepts, offensively, defensively. So all the, the common denominator is experience and age with these, with these teams, the top teams in our conference. And, uh, you know, and as you look at Western Illinois, they had some uh, younger players that came in last year, got some experience. They've balanced that off with some uh, some transfers from the portal that have been really instrumental this year. So is UMKC, uh, for that matter. But, uh, uh, you know, as I look at our roster, it's, you know, Tevin Smith. There's no question in my mind, Tevin is going to be a high-level player in the Summit League. You know, Toko, Coben. These are guys that will be foundational pieces. Pedro had played very well against Dixie State, and now that he's getting more minutes, looks more and more comfortable. So now you take these young kids and you give them a year of experience, and then we utilize the portal in the springtime and bring in some some experienced kids. Uh, you know, I, I think that's the recipe. But uh, certainly to answer your question, we have a very, very competitive league, and I think a league that's getting national respect right now. Coach, final point for you is we're coming up on the close of this week's episode of the uh, of the Coach Jeff Wolverine show. Uh, three games at home, a season-long homestand before you hit the road and get the, the conference portion uh, of the road schedule started. You get two tough ones right out of the gate at Oral Roberts uh, the night before New Year's Eve and then at Kansas City on New Year's Day. Uh, but over these next three games, give me the biggest things that you want to see from your guys as they come back from a tough road trip, now get a chance to, to focus on basketball, be at home, and do all those things. What are the biggest things you want to see from now through the end of this homestand on December 22nd before the, uh, the Christmas break? You know, uh, uh, while we need to get better in transition defense, our ball screen defense, uh, defensive rebound, those are tangible things. I think some of the intangibles need to improve. The, the effort uh, needs to improve. That's obviously an intangible. I think another area, Tyler, that championship teams possess is they have great communication within their team. And communication is so important. You know, you give yourself, a, you enhance your chances for success defensively if everybody is talking on the defensive end. But, you know, on the offensive end, communication in terms of relaying a play, relaying where different people should be in different sets and, and so the communication is an area that I, I've targeted. We've got effort. We've got communication. And I would say if I had a third, it would probably be discipline. And, and as we've said to the team so many times, Tyler, discipline is, is doing what you're supposed to do at the time that you're supposed to do it to the best of your ability. And, um, uh, and it's, uh, you know, we're having the discipline to do what you're supposed to do, whether that be in defensive transition, whether that be hitting someone on a defensive box out, whether that means cutting at full speed on the offense, 
whether that means moving the ball quickly from side to side, um, uh, you know, that's those would be the three areas I, I think that I would target all three really intangible items. Important stuff coming up and lessons to learn on this three-game homestand for the Denver Pioneers. And uh, so excited to get you guys finally back in the building, get to uh, be courtside with you as the Pioneers will take on UC San Diego coming up on Wednesday. And then Monday and Wednesday against Western Illinois and St. Thomas. First matchup with the Tommies for the Pioneers in conference play this year. He's the head coach of the Pioneers, Jeff Wilburn. Coach, uh, can't wait to see you out there tomorrow. And uh, I'll get to bother you again for Pioneer pregame in like less than 24 hours. And Tyler, looking forward to it. Nice to be back home. Thank you. Wrapping up this week's episode of the Coach Jeff Wolburn Show. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Denver and UC San Diego, 630 Pioneer pregame right here on ESPN Denver 1600.